Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We're back live with more of Anthony Heron and Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score and Odyssey Station. Same as you always do. I mean, Andy... As good as there is, especially, you know, him running the offense and um, Spags on the defense, as good as there is. Uh, they've both been doing it for a long time. We've all gone against each other a number of times. So uh, I think the schematics can get a little overrated. Um, we all have real sound systems and we all have real good players. So we'll see how it unfolds on Sunday. <laughs> That's Mr. Shanahan talking about Andy Reid. Of course, about the big game. And, you know, big game coverage on the score is presented by Solo Steve. Feel the heat of the world's most popular smokeless fire pit. Solosteve.com. Need one of those in the new crib in Oak Park. Solo Steve. Okay. Solo Stove. Solostove.com. But my boy Steve has one of these. That's why it threw me off. All right. Uh, but I've seen the pictures. I follow him on social media. I see it. It looks beautiful. Yeah. Smokeless fire pit. I mean, you know, because he has a condo. My boy Steve. Okay, and he just uses. <laughs> I used to. Uh, I used to try that, and for whatever reason, like we had a we had a different kind. We we had a different brand of smokeless grill back in the day on the condo. We weren't allowed to have an open flame, and it, it was an Smart. issue. Smart. Yeah. So I, I I would love. I look forward to uh, to trying the solo stove. Solostove.com. Yep. I'll at that. Um, a lot of people are going to be cooking a lot of stuff this weekend, cooking up some stuff, and, and I'm here to cook up this this one for you, Ant. Now, f- before, though, okay, I like before, this. because yeah. the my wife and I were actually just talking before I came over here trying to figure out what the menu was going to be Ooh, like on that. Sunday, and we've done it a couple of different ways because this is actually going to be, this is going to be the first year where, like, our son is six years old, and this will be okay. the first Super Bowl where he is kind of an invested observer in the game. Over the past, basically during the NFL playoffs here, he's now finally gotten to the point, and finally, it's, it's really our fault. We just we don't have a TV on a lot at home. We've been really stingy with screen time, so now we've we've allowed the TV to be on a little bit more at home here over the past month or so. And so as the NFL playoffs have been going on, he's just like he wants to watch the game. He wants to ask questions about well, he, the game. At this point, he just wants to watch anything. He just wants to watch anything. <laughs> is really what it comes down to. I but love so, this, <laughs> right? So with the Super Bowl on on Sunday. He's going to be an interested observer. You know, he's been seeing Patrick Mahomes. He's been seeing the 49ers. He kind of, you know, at least knows the brands and the, you know, some of the key players that are in each. So we were talking about the menu. Like, all right, if we're going to watch the Super Bowl at home this Sunday, what are we going to do? What are we going to serve? What are we going to have? We were talking about different, you know, types of like, you know, 
the dips, and salsa, which chips we should buy, what kind of finger food like type this. things we were kind of in the mood for. Now, were you guys like on the internet looking it up or like, you know, looking at pictures stuff? Or we were just talking in, about the, in the initial discussion right, phases right, right okay. now. Because I'm, I'm a snacker during the game. I'm not really looking to sit down and have a meal probably until sometime in the second half. But there's so much coverage throughout the day. And this is where I'm not a big cook and I'm certainly not a good cook. But I do like to prep things throughout the day. If I am going to cook, like if I'm going to make sliders at home or if I'm going to you know, do something where I throw like some, some pulled pork in the sure. oven or something like that, I like to prep things throughout the day to kind of get okay. it right. If I'm going to make some chicken, if I'm kind of dicing stuff up, I like to prep throughout the day and I like to snack while I'm prepping and have finger foods available. So something where I'm constantly just kind of snacking throughout mm. the game and can still keep a conversation going. And then maybe if we're doing a bigger entree type thing, and that's usually coming more in the second half of the game. What, what is your your Super well, wait, Bowl? Wait, what is it though? What, so what you guys land on? Uh, well, we haven't finalized yet. This, this oh, is just okay, the initial okay. sort okay. of you know setting of the table for are we gonna like are we gonna watch at home? If we are gonna watch at home, what are some of the considerations that we would yeah. give? You know, are we thinking we want to order from a place in the neighborhood, or we think we want to order from somewhere that's not nearby where we go pick it up? Are we thinking we want to cook? You know, when we get to the house, all right. If we are gonna cook, who's gonna do it? Who's gonna prepare what? How are we gonna go about it? So it was the very early stages of just kind of laying the groundwork for what we're kind of thinking okay. we're going to get into throughout the day on Sunday because it's a full day event. It's a it's a it's a big day. A lot of people are trying to you know watch the game, mm. and maybe you're not going to be at home. Maybe you do want to be out and about. Right. Well, yeah, you could join six seventy the score and Circus Sports Illinois for the big game party. Yeah, said that right this Sunday at Benchmark in Old Town. Mully and Har going to be there. Bernstein, Holmes, Rahimi is going to be there. Oh, all those Parkins people. and Spiegel will be there. Even them. Bet your ass Tanny and Shane will be there. They better assume. be. Uh, broadcasting live from 12 to 3. Who else is producing their show if they're not there? <laughs> yeah, uh, right. uh, getting you ready for the big game between Kansas City and San Francisco. So here's the deal, though. Benchmark, if you've been in Old Town, you know where it's at. Right there. Boom. Wells. Uh, but in order to get in, you got to have $100 in your Circus Sports app okay. uh, in order to attend. It's but, doable. Right. But you just put it in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you just, just throw it in there, <laughs> just show them. You don't have to, like, you don't Look have to actually app. gamble it. You can uh, just show them, you know? Right. Uh, doors open at noon. There's going to be live entertainment. Complimentary game day bites, Anthony Harris. Oh, so wow. maybe they're going to have some Wait of the stuff minute. that you've been talking about. I think it's This 20. might be the spot, then. I think it's 21 and over. Well, I, I know Bishop got some facial hair already, so maybe. You know what? I mean, he's about the size <laughs> of an 18-year-old by now. I, I think we could probably make this work and just get it get it close, color in a little mustache, go a little to, lip. Go to CircusSports.com to sign up for the invite and more info. Again, that's happening this Sunday at Benchmark uh, with Circus Sports Illinois. For me, yeah, I— How do you normally get down? I mean, honestly, low-key, for real, I'm always trying to host something so I can make money. Okay. I'm always. Yeah. I'm like, uh, where's the who's got? I mean, the Super it's not Bowl like party. the Super Bowl is pay per view or something. You look like, what? what you, how you making money? You charging folks to get in just to watch a a free broadcast on your big TV? Well, let's see. You want me to go through my money, <laughs> my money that I've made on the Super Bowl? <laughs> I always try to make money. So always you're hosting always. something. Now, usually like it's this? like a brand. So, it's, okay. like for example, I, I've I've hosted. With Jaegermeister. Oh, okay, not at not at your spot. Just like go Hell out and no, okay, all right. I thought you'd been like Hell hosting no. folks to come over to your house that Hell got like no. the velvet rope at no, no, no. the the Ramirez residence. You know? No, that costs money. 
That costs money, Anthony. Here, I'm trying to make money. I got the game on the TV. Come over and watch it. Oh, what you watching? Is it MMA? Is it WrestleMania? Nah, man, it's the Super Bowl. I don't even like people knowing my address. I just don't even. The Super Bowl was free, Gabe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. No, 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 no. Not hosting. Events for Jaeger. I got you. Okay. Parties that people are throwing at restaurants, bars, stuff like that. Like I'm trying to do that. So typically that's what it is. But uh, if it's not that. You know, I want to. I've done a, a couple of like poker Super Bowl parties. All right. Speaking of, yep. I'm gonna be playing on Friday if you play poker. Oh yeah, I'm play Friday at the crib. My wife's out, out of town. Or not okay, out of town neighborhood. Anyway, uh-huh. Side. That's like side conversation. <laughs> Anthony here. Um, but typical. So this this Sunday though. Speak this Sunday in uh-huh. particular. Big game Sunday. My wife says she has something to do, and I'm kind of in the doghouse. So I just I'll probably just be at the crib by myself. All right. Are you going to consume anything? Are you going to eat? Are you going to cook? Are you going to order something? My tears. (laughs) (laughs) Is he going to consume your salty tears while Mahomes out there throwing touchdown passes? Watching watching, uh, other people's stories, having fun. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> watching Taylor Swift doing the, you know, whatever they up in the stands doing. You know. I'm actually on the radio on Sunday. Sunday 12 to 5. Okay. B96. Oh, all right. You'll be on so B. So I'll be Sunday. on B96. Okay. You know? So, yeah, I'll be working. There you go. All right. Quote, unquote, quote unquote, working. Unquote. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. No, but I, I think when it comes to, to the Super Bowl, you got to have wings. Mm-hmm. you got to think when we're talking about staples. You got. Are you wings. a wing snob? Do you care boneless or bone in with the wings? Let's be very clear. If I'm at a party and it's only boneless wings, I might order. I might. I might pull out my Uber Eats app wow. just to kind of. Like, so you are a wing snob. I don't think it's necessarily being a snob. I think it's being I don't an adult. Know what it's not being. I mean, how's that not being a wing snob? The, if you like, it's if, all chicken. If I tell you to make, if I tell you that you shouldn't have your steak well done, am I a steak snob, or am I just uh, telling you that that's just not how you should do it? That's how I feel about wings. But I, I think I feel how, like that's the, how I feel about wings. I feel like the difference with wings, <laughs> though, is wings that it's all are... chicken. Like if you told me this chicken is overcooked, that's one thing. But if the actual meat of the chicken itself is prepared the same, just one has bones in it and one doesn't, I don't really understand why people make such a big deal about having. Like I like bone-in wings. I also like boneless <laughs> wings, say. and frankly, boneless wings require less effort. <laughs> no. Because I can just bite through it like the carnivore that I am as opposed to having to, you know, sort of carefully construct my way True. around the bone and the gristle within the wing. Yeah, I think, uh, I think, I think, you know, something about, you know, a bunch of chicken pieces being mushed together in the shape of a nugget and then, you know, being like, go ahead, eat this. And you're like, all right, cool. Yeah, it's that. Because you don't really hurts. know what it is then. Yeah, yeah, okay. If there's a it's, bone in it, you're more confident it's, it's chicken actually chicken. right now. <laughs> ground up. And, but it's next to a, a little bit of the breast. Who wants some chicken parts? Yeah, some what part of the chicken part. is it? I don't know. Yeah, it's a chicken part. A little bit of everything. I don't know. Tyler, are you, a, are you a chicken snob like Gabe? I mean, I do have to agree. They have to be traditional wings. Oh, boy. Okay. I mean, boneless is basically just chicken nuggets. Do you you eat them with your pinkies in the air while you're eating your bone-in chicken wings? Do do you eat your chicken nuggets with ketchup? (laughs) (laughs) Like, what are we talking about? Give me a little little barbecue sauce, a little honey mustard, something like that, you know. You got Anthony Harris, 6 ranch, six twelve to 310 pounds coming in. Can I get six boneless chicken nuggets, please? I mean, like, sir. I mean, you you wing snobs, man. This is a whole thing Why do you think it's snobby? I just you know, I, because I don't understand the difference. I, I don't know why. If the the meat of the chicken can still yeah. be prepared well, whether it was 
whether it contains bones or not. Yeah. So I don't understand how the actual bone being in it, how does that enhance the experience? That That's the part because, I, I have a disconnect Okay, there. okay, okay, because here's a good one. Because the chicken nugget that you're eating isn't... <laughs> it's just all nuggets, whether you're talking tenders, fingers, nuggets. It's all in the same category if there's not a bone in it. So you think a bone in wing is just wing me? <laughs> I mean, a bone, excuse me, a boneless wing is just wing me? This is, I mean, so it's just, no matter how big it is, it's still a nugget for you. It can be the biggest chicken tender in the world. It's still a nugget again, for you. Again, I don't mind taking a step back either. So you think your boneless wing is wing me with no bone? Like, I don't know what part they, of the think, chicken it you is. You think they deboned it? For it you? might be some thigh. That's what I'm saying. I mean, so it's, so what if it's, it's the thigh? It's still chicken. So again, so again, I think it, if they were to, to slice off a piece of like the chicken wing, let's just mm, say right, right, and then bread that, and then the, to me that would be fire because you're right. That's less work. I don't have to, mm. to bite it. Or I mean, it's a good chicken breast, and they put some good breading on it Love or something that. like that. Sounds fire. Okay. But, All right. But a <laughs> That's not what that is, bro. That's so you just—it's kind of like not, with a steak. Then you just—you want the proper cut of steak. You know, you—you want to know which part of the cow. No, no, no. You're oh, really perfect consuming. Example. Perfect example. Okay, I'm glad you just said that. You know how you go to a nice restaurant sometimes, mm-hmm. or maybe not a nice restaurant, but they'll have a chopped steak okay. sandwich. Right. And we know that that's not. <laughs> <laughs> the New York, the filet. You're basically eating chitlins at that point is what that is. That, I don't know what that is. That's why it's chopstick because they're going to put some sauce on it with and make it great. But what it's not is a whole ass. It's not a filet. It's not the ribeye. It's not the, it's a piece, a little piece of the ribeye. Uh, oh, right. it's, it's not that. Oh, right. my gosh. I wonder if they'll have this kind of, of food selection at the new Sox Stadium. Ooh. I, I think who said it? Who was it that said it? Uh, oh, Lamont Pope. Weren't we talking about Lamont Pope? We yeah. Said, he said. Uh-huh. He said. Uh, guys, uh, they can. They can. They can take the food with them and make it at the. New- <laughs> That's what he said. That was a great line. What he said. Great line from Lamont yeah. Pope. Um, so we, we are going to discuss a little bit about uh, the new uh, renderings that just kind of came out. Yeah. Um, talk about what it could look like. Anthony Heron currently lives literally minutes from the proposed spot. I'm right there. So, so I'm wondering what you would think of just, you know, traffic, congestion, the whole nine. Uh, so we'll get into that discussion. And then, you know what, who I haven't talked to in a long time? I do not. Sox fans. Oh. We're going to open up the lines. Not that anybody, not that any Sox fans are brave enough to be out there. But <laughs> I'm just, you know, taking for a spin. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you never know. Yeah. You might get a Sox fan that's, yeah. that's excited about the stadium and wants to talk. 312 644 67, 67, phone lines are open. We'd be uh, delighted to have your phone call, and we'll take it next. It's Gabe Ramirez. It's Anthony Heron. It's Chicago Sports Radio, 670, the score. Chuck, you didn't know chicken's not meat? Chicken is meat. No, it's not. Well, it's foul. No, it's not. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We're back live with more of Anthony Heron and Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score and Odyssey Station. That's right. We are back, and we get the opportunity to talk about one of my favorite teams in this city from a gentleman. Are, are you – because you, you like Cubs and I Sox, am a gentleman. right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I I care when both are are doing well. We're more – because we're a Southside family, we're more Sox fans in my family. Okay. But, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not one of these Sox fans that's like anti-Cub. Right. And can't enjoy when the Cubs are doing something, too. I'm, I'm a Chicagoan. So, when you heard the news initially mm-hmm. – that there could have been a stadium. There could be a stadium on I don't like Roosevelt it. and Clark. Oh, well, I'm going to let you finish. Uh, I was done. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Roosevelt and Clark. Mm. It was like, what, what? you heard there's a stadium in Roosevelt and Clark? I just, mm. I don't have a problem with the current ballpark. That's, That's my okay. thing. Okay, so it's not, it's, not, it's not about the distraction that it could cause or the congestion. No, or anything like that. not it's at more all. So like, not at hey, all. man, we got something that's decent right there. No need to go ahead and I'm, find something else. I'm good with Comiskey. I, I don't Is have Is it because they're issue. moving him further north? No, I mean, if, if they upgrade it, then fine. And if you're telling me that they will legitimately, they're going to put themselves in a position where they can build kind of a, you know, a, a South Side version of Wrigleyville kind of thing where you get Sox Village that's yeah. built up. Yes. I, I get that and I understand the benefit of that. But don't tell me that the ballpark they're in right now is trash. No. And that, that's what I, I hear and I see some of that acting like like guaranteed rate is trash. And it's not. I, 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 I prefer that ballpark over Wrigley Field. You yeah. know, like they've built up around Wrigley Field, and you know Wrigley Field is is great, and majestic, and all those things. But just like comparing ballpark to ballpark in a vacuum, I prefer the ballpark on the south side more so than I do the one on the north side. Yeah. I mean, the 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 food, the the confines of it. Yes, the sight line should be facing downtown, of course. Uh, you you can know, make they, those arguments. Yeah, right. But the ballpark itself, I like that ballpark. Yeah, man. I think when you talk to people around Chicago, I mean, they always, you know, kind of. You know, concede to that, like, hey, yeah, yeah, the the, the food's better and the stadium's nice, bigger, mm-hmm. seats are bigger, whatever it is yeah. you know, that they can say. But obviously, and like when we go, because it's an easier trip for us, like we can we can take the train to either one, but we're just a couple of stops away, you know, from going to Sox Park. But we go there, and then I, so we we got a young son, so we bring him to the game. If he starts getting a little squirrelish and wants to get up and move around, okay, we can get up. Giant concourse, let's go get lemonade, let's throw some pitches. There's there's just a lot of stuff that's kind of easily accessible to do there. It doesn't feel like Wrigley can still feel cramped 
when you're in there trying yeah. to move around and do stuff and you know what do you it, it, it doesn't feel as easily accessible for stuff for kids to go do and enjoy unless you go outside the Gallagher yeah. way but if you're staying inside the ballpark yeah, I really prefer that ballpark over Wrigley. So, you know, my family and I, we go to a different stadium every year to watch right. the Bears play. This year we go out to L.A. to catch the uh, Chargers play. Okay. And in doing so, I ended up going to go catch the Lakers game as well. Oh, all right. And I think what teams are – what I realized in, in L.A., because they got their new stadium, and yeah. it's like a – it's like a shrine, like a Hall of Fame mm. shrine with everything, you know, all their players and everything and, and all the stuff that's going on around it. And I think that teams are starting to realize that, hey, if we're going to ask individuals to pay $150 for a ticket, mm-hmm. we understand that, you know, we need to give them incentive to get here earlier to spend five hours here, yeah, four right. hours here, uh-huh. instead of just the two hours in game time or the hour that we open up before the game, you know, they can walk around the kind of stadium. We, we need this to be an experience to, so that they can, you know, go home and tell their friends that this is the greatest thing that they did. And I think mm-hmm. that's what the White Sox are trying to capture with this new stadium. Yeah. Trying to allow, because the team's not attractive. It's right. just not an attractive team. Yeah. You yeah. Know, where it's at, like in terms of like getting there and trying to party or like, you know, kick it afterwards, you know, or do any like the tailgate is the greatest thing that's there, but you're not confined to that space and you're not like kicking it and enjoying whatever's going around on there. So, you know, and they, they tried and all the area, that area around there's gotten better. And, you know, even just like surrounding neighborhoods that have bled into that area as well, like getting better. But it's like you go to Roosevelt and Clark as a Chicagoan, you know, you think as a North Sider, I'll say, mm. you think like, well, you're still on the South side. <laughs> right? You're like, yeah, uh, Roosevelt, where most uh, people say that's the west side. No, but you could be like, no, nah, technically, you know, you're over right, there on the south right. side. You're there. Southwest. Uh, right. right. And let's be honest, nobody goes over there anyway. <laughs> right? So Roosevelt and Clark, like, uh, nobody, nobody's going over there. Yeah. And then, so then you're like, okay, well, you're, you're creating this new space in Chicago, right, without disrupting anything else. These are the things that I like about it. Eh? Uh-huh. Right? And then, and then again, as a fan of the White Sox, who – you know, my whole life you just know you just know that Wrigleyville and Wrigley Field is better. Yeah. To have the opportunity to then be like, ha, ah, ah, oh my God. We get to be happy, we get to have this. And then that's what I'm looking for. And that's what I think is attractive. It's that aspect of it is something to look forward to. I'm the upgrade of the ballpark itself is certainly possible, plausible, because yeah, I mean it's it's a couple decades old at this point. Yeah, you can build a better stadium but to me the the more attractive aspect of it is what would surround it and in theory and and baseball is different than football in this way where in theory if the white Sox find something else that generates real revenue outside the ballpark because now it's an event to go to a Sox game and because the community around it is now pouring additional money into the organization with you know things that you own around that whether it is hotels restaurants, seating venues, entertainment avenues, more concerts there if you have a a different or a better venue, all those things that can upgrade the actual revenue of the organization, then in theory, more of that can be poured into the team, into the roster and you know maybe maybe Jerry Reinsdorf and the brass over there spending in a different way and not feeling like they're kind of cash strapped how they how they have normally operated right. seemingly throughout their history. So a lot of that is is definitely beneficial in theory but to me just ballpark to ballpark I don't have an issue with the current Sox Park I like going there like taking my wife and my son there 
We enjoy the games there. We enjoy the acoustics. We enjoy the scenery. Yes, we leave the seats and go. You can see the city from a different vantage point and all those types of things. But we have a good time when we go. And, yes, we do enjoy the food, too. We think the food is awesome there. But, yeah, if you're going to upgrade the surrounding environment outside the stadium and make it more, generating more revenue, all that, yes, the, the logistics of that, it logically makes a lot of sense to do that, to generate more cash for the organization. So all that makes sense. My my thing is just I, I don't have a problem with the current ballpark. That That's to yeah. me. My only staking point is I, I want it to be on the record. I like the current ballpark. All I'll the s- other stuff makes sense. I'll say this. I'll say this, Ant. You know, 1991 – when the new Comiskey Park opened, mm-hmm. long ass time ago. Yeah, right. Um, so I, I, I'm trying to trying to throw a little something over here. Uh, uh, but I will say this: you know, I work for the Chicago Fire. True. And you, you just, and this is nothing that I know from the organization. This is just things that I read uh, on the internet. You about to break some news? No, You're absolutely not. News. Don't get me fired. <laughs> <laughs> I did not say that. <laughs> the thoughts and opinions of Gabriel Ramirez are not those of the Chicago Fire. <laughs> say that real quick. Um, but you know. That's somewhere where the Chicago Fire could play. You know what I mean? Like, All get right. them some home games over there. Yeah, right. You know, if, if, if they're not going to be at Soldier Field anymore. I was going to say, how are they going to do that if they're going to be playing at Soldier Field? The same Field? way they left If they're going to be the sole occupant of Soldier Field this, in a few years. No, no. <laughs> the same way that they got rid of uh, Bridge Bridgeview. Oh. You know, where they left yeah. that and paid the money and they're like, I'm out. They could do that. <laughs> the same thing and go yeah, over there. Yeah. I'm just saying that there's there are, there are teams that can still – Take advantage of that. Think about the high school teams that, you know, play in that area that could, you know, u- utilize that. I mean, there's just other spaces that – and I'm sure they'll be creative with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Tamon Bradley from WGN, he was the one that actually dropped these uh, renderings of the ballpark. And, I mean, they look beautiful. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the first one that everyone saw with the little, like, see-through glass, like, oh, my God, that looks so amazing. Because, <laughs> like, have you been to Petco Park? I have San Diego. No, uh-uh. So the, the 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 one with the glass like see through kind of area and the built like the condos or whatever around mm-hmm. it that reminds me of Petco Park where you can kind of okay. like walk through it. Beautiful Petco Park. Oh my yeah. god, I love that stadium. It was really cool walking around there. Um, and then the other the other drawings that is really stands out is the one where it's the site master plan, mm. where it shows you Roosevelt Clark what direction the stadium could potentially be faced in. The the what do you think those buildings are around it? I mean, I'm hoping that the team owns some of them. I would think you know, all of them, right? Because they bought their, the whole land. Right. You know, if it's a part of the facility the team would use, maybe for oh, workouts, eating space, and some of that stuff. I thought it was and like then, Panera Bread right here, and then a little Chipotle right over here. On the well, side. I mean, you know, there's all kinds of commerce right there. Once uh, the, the Ricketts came in and bought up half of Wrigleyville, basically, and everything surrounding the stadium there, that's all additional commerce for the Cubs. So, I mean, if the White Sox did that, then supposedly that's a part of what this would be, just some additional commerce for the squad that would be there. So, I mean, it all it all seems to make sense. And then, like, I've asked this question before. Just out of, I haven't really understood, aside from, I guess, the, the geographical kind of aspect of it, like you mentioned being on the south side, but to me, more concerts should even be currently at Sox Park right now. It seems like all the big acts prefer the idea of going to Wrigley and being in Wrigleyville and everything else, but – you know, it's because of the Uber and the post game. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know how it is. You're 22 years it's, old going it's, out. It's not like you wanna, Wrigleyville you, you is easy money. to navigate in a vehicle after you leave a big event, though. Everything's so you know cramped saying? over there. But I'm saying, but you get to go right to the bars. Right. 
Yeah. And, and so that's Uber, with this, you, you get you into gotta, the different neighborhood and you can get all kind of bars over there. Because even like when you leave the United Center, it's not like you can step right out into a bar somewhere either. Wrigleyville is kind of the main spot out of any of the the professional organizations in the city. Whether yeah. you're talking Bears, Cubs, Sox, Blackhawks, Bulls. The Cubs, when you step out of Wrigley and can step right into a bar, that's unique in this city. Really, everybody else doesn't necessarily have that immediate you know, bar at your fingertips atmosphere as soon as you step out of any of the venues for any of the major teams in the city here. That's one of the things that makes the Cubs yeah. unique in that regard with Wrigleyville. Gotta like uh, Billy Goat. That's right there on yep. Ashland, and Ma- Ashland and Madison. But that's mm-hmm. like one bar. But then you gotta go mm-hmm. into the West Loop if you're really trying to kick it hard. This thing right here, I, oh, and I was gonna say, shout out to the Green Line. They just added, or they're about to add the Damon Stop. Okay. Which is wild if yeah. you think about it because then it'll just leave you right in front of the United Center. And that's something that they haven't had because it was either right. on Ashland or, like, California, and now they're going to have one on Damon, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. This one would have the red line stop on Roosevelt and mm-hmm. State right there, right? So a tons of people would just be walking over there from that from that space. But, yeah, you you, you know, you got to build it. You got to build it in order for them to get there. This looks really cool. Can't you imagine, Ant, in 10 years, there are more fans of the Chicago White Sox than the Chicago Cubs? No, I can't imagine Never. that. That's not going to happen? I mean, 10 years is quicker than we're imagining here. Uh, no, I can't imagine that. Stadium? New stadium? <laughs> Got the kids? Let's go to Adam out in Rockford. Adam, talk to me. Well, first of all, you ain't getting more fans than the Cubs. You guys couldn't even do that if you won a World Series. But two, <laughs> if you guys want to have a lot of room to build up this neighborhood that's your utopia, there's a great place south of where you are right now that would be perfect. Nashville, oh, 800 White Sox come fans. Come on, catch get out of here. Nobody's gonna Nashville. Oh, that's Nashville is is interesting to think of because it's it's a sports town that wasn't accustomed to being a sports town 20 years ago, and now <laughs> they got the NFL, they got the NHL, they're trying to steal a baseball team from Chicago. So now Nashville, that was just kind of you know. Like, Honky tonk country music, right. you know, type of capital. But now, because so many folks have moved there over the last couple of decades, and they got legitimate sports passion there, there's just not this long-standing history of sports fanaticism. But now that they're just adding more and more to the city, you know, now Nashville's trying to come up and see what else White they can Sox, swipe. The White Sox are not leaving Chicago. Come on, let's not be ridiculous over mm. here. I, people were saying that Jerry Reinsdorf met with the mayor of Nashville. Hmm. I'm like, bro, he's at the meet at the meetings. I'm sure the the mayor wants to meet everybody out there. You would think. You would think. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but but overall, Ant, I think this is a good move. I think it just not. I think it I just it's a good move for the city. Like when you think about Millennium Park, right? Like this random ass big ass <laughs> park in the you know. But when you go to other cities and you look at Millennium Park, you're like, oh my god, this is so beautiful in the yeah. middle of that city. Uh-huh. And I think that Chicago is and always has been on the forefront of just innovation and technology when it comes to, to like their stadiums and, 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 and foresight with like tourist traps, you know, so to mm-hmm. speak. And this could be one of those that, you know, we're trying to always figure out in Chicago. And I know, you know, this, how to bridge these neighborhoods a little bit mm-hmm. better, right? Like how do we get people to feel comfortable moving throughout the neighborhoods? Like what can be that? And I think this could be a bridge, you know, not only being on Roosevelt, which most of us know is, the real dividing line. It ain't uh, Madison, right? Yeah. It's Roosevelt. Right. And like, if you can just have something there that can make people feel good about being there. And then that way, like 
bleeds into the city. I don't know. I'm, mm-hmm. a, I'm a big proponent of stuff like that, and I yeah. feel like this could be something like that. I mean, when you think about the way, when we were young, younger, how impossible it sounded for the Cubs to do what they've done and turned Wrigleyville into what it is now. Like just, it wasn't really even that long ago when it was, oh, the, the bleacher bums are at war with the Cubs because they can't build this and they can't add a, a bigger video board over here and they can't buy up these restaurants. And just now, because the Ricketts came in with they their deep pockets and just bought everything <laughs> up, that just solved everybody's problems so in Wrigleyville. True. They just bought so Wrigleyville, basically. And so now they've done whatever they wanted with it. Reinsdorf isn't going to do that. And so when you get into the minutiae of it, then that's part of the concerns that would be there for how do you actually make this happen. It looks gorgeous, and I'm glad Tamon Bradley posted it because, yeah, it looks amazing. How realistic is it? If they can make this happen, then, yes, it's gorgeous. And the idea of having all that additional commerce and revenue and joy that, that would potentially be there around it, it looks and sounds like a lot of fun. Um, I'll believe it when I see it, I guess is my current impression. Think about the soft loop, Ant. Don't leave just yet. You might have a new Bear Stadium. <laughs> yeah, a new Sox right, Stadium. right. Real estate going up, man. Airbnb Through the roof to the moon. To, to the, the moon. moon. Hold on. Diamond fingers or diamond hands, whatever it's called. All right. We got one more break for you before we get out of here at 9 o'clock. When's the last time you've been to Vegas? I was in Vegas two years ago. All right. You've been to Vegas a lot more recently than me. All How long right. has it been for you? Oh. I got to think. Think about it over the commercial break. It's been a minute. Okay. All right. We'll talk. We'll do some Vegas stories on the other side. Uh, uh. Wait. (laughs) That's going to be a short segment. (laughs) (laughs) It's Gabe Ramirez, Anthony Harris, 670 to score. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Four of us wolves running around the desert together in Las Vegas looking for strippers and cocaine. We're back live with more of Anthony Heron and Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score and Odyssey Station. A lot of people are going to be eating some good food this weekend. And I want to make sure that if you're cooking, you're doing it on the right device. Big game coverage on the score. Presented by Solo Stove. Feel the heat of the world's most popular smokeless fire pit, solostove.com. Because let me tell you something. There's a lot of condos here in the city of Chicago. And listen, that smoke, it goes right into your neighbor's... Right into your neighbor's you don't unit. want that smoke. And they don't want that. Then the HOA's called. You know smoke. those problems. You know, what those, you know what's happening there. Solostove.com. Check it out so that that way you guys don't have to have any complaints. Um, Shout out to Steve, too, for uh, his Listen, I'm, I'm telling you, my, my boy Steve got one. And it's amazing. Yep. It's amazing. So Vegas, big game this weekend. If mm-hmm. That's where it's actually happening at. People are actually going to be there. It's funny when you go to Vegas, and because... You see the people that actually live there, and then you know if you if you've gone there multiple there's a times life over the years outside the strip. Wild. There's residents. There's residential areas. I'm Airbnb in some of those places, and I'm like schools. Oh, I got a. You know what? Shut low key. I got a haircut in Vegas once at a yeah. random strip mall. 
because I needed a haircut. Okay. I just didn't, didn't have time to get uh-huh. one. It was, I think it was, it was NBA, like Summer League. Okay. DJ Metro, shout out Metro. Hmm. My cousin, he, he's, he was DJ, he DJs for the Bulls. All right. So he's, he gets called down there to do like one of those parties, la, 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 la Airbnb <laughs> down there, blah, 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 whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, fellas, I got to get a haircut, papa. And then he's like, well, you know, just go drive down and find out. And, and I did. I went. The cut was, you know, mid. Okay. But, right. but, you know, you, 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 that's the wildest part about Vegas where you're like, hmm. oh, like there's like little kids in elementary schools. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like there's people who actually reside here. You know, you just, because so much of what we associate with Las Vegas is about the strip and the events and the hotels, right. the casinos, the shows, the food. It's like, oh, yeah, there's people who just like are here. Who just are here year round? Who live here? Who, Uber who drivers, work here? Uber drivers been there for thirty years. Uh-huh. He could tell you yeah. everything has changed. What? That's my favorite one. When you get into a cab at, at, in Vegas, the Uber driver wants to tell you the history of that space and that building right there. <laughs> you see that building right there? That used to be the Luxor, and before it was the Luxor, uh, it was the Janina. And after right, that, yeah. you're like. All right, bro. You know, when they first built the Flamingo, here's the mobster that owned it. And then when that mobster owned it, here's how many people are buried under the bottom when they tore that thing down. I'm in the back, and I'm like, so they give you free drinks if you're gambling? (laughs) 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 Is that what they do there? Where can I find a deep-fried Twinkie? Take me to the deep-fried Twinkie, (laughs) please. Tyler, you ever been to Vegas? Yeah, I went there one time. Yeah, I was was there for a uh, wedding. Okay. A wedding? Fancy? Yeah. Uh, What was it? Not this past December, but this is that December okay. before. Okay. Which hotel did you stay at? Like, were you guys on the strip? Were you off the strip? How'd you do? Airbnb. It? Yeah, I did Airbnb. Okay, smart thing. To do. All Sensible. of us and a bunch of friends that went to the wedding, yeah. Airbnb did. But we yeah. weren't far from uh, downtown. You used to be able to find a great deal on hotels in Vegas. Maybe you still can. I don't know because there's so many hotels and there's tens of thousands have, of rooms. It's what you have to deal with, Ant, with that price. Yeah, that price point. Right. <laughs> we did stay at one of the resorts on the old strip. I can't think okay. of the name of it right now. Okay. Only because two of our flights got delayed coming back, <laughs> yeah. so we were stuck in Vegas for one okay. more night. See the can't with all my money away. The Smart. sports league that had. A, a professional football team in it before anybody else was the Arena Football League. There, there was a Las Vegas football team that was there years ago. So, you know, whether it was me and my wife going there for like, you know, for spring break or just for weekends in Vegas or playing arena football there, coaching arena football there, all that was fun. Once I started being a suit, when I was an executive with the Arena Football League and we would go there, to do like TV broadcasts or have league meetings there. Then it got to the point where we were going to move the league office from Chicago out to Las Vegas. That's when, like, that was kind of just a, like a really stressful point in my life too. Cause I, I was, a, you know, working these crazy hours in the office day and night and, you know, having, you know, just kind of like, you know, I was grinding my teeth at night, just being stressed out the whole time I'd wake up and my jaw was all locked up just like arguing with owners all day and night and evening and everything else. And is the league going to fold? And is this TV partner mad at us? And what was the latest legal case we had to go to? Cause somebody thought we owed him money or we Sounds thought somebody horrible. else owed us money. It's a really stressful, stressful job. I'm glad I did it. Really glad I'm not doing it anymore, but I would go to Vegas for league meetings frequently and they would just, the meetings weren't fun. You know, we're executives of a failing sports league. And so it just wasn't fun to go there for that. So when I was doing that on a regular enough basis, then it wasn't as fun to go to Vegas because Vegas, 
was work at that point. Vegas wasn't fun. Vegas wasn't vacation. Vegas was work. So it's been a good decade since the last time I was actually in Vegas. But I do feel like I'm now kind of back at the point where I could consider going back to Vegas and feeling like it is this this sort of stress-free environment. It's been long enough now, about a decade removed from the last trip I had there. Well, this is probably, I'd say sometime during the fall was maybe the first time I kind of crossed my mind, like, you know what? It's been a long time since we've been to Vegas. I could see myself going back to Vegas and just kind of taking it in and maybe having just a good, fun Vegas weekend. It's been it's been a while. Yeah, I think you just need to wait maybe like six months. That's six when months. Usher, that's when Usher leaves. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, because unless I mean I, I'm an Usher fan, so I, I, yeah. I would go see the residency. But you know. I've seen some of the videos where he brings people's wives on stage. Uh, okay. I'm not with it. <laughs> I'm not with it. You're not going to have me catching the case beating up Usher for no Look reason. Look here, Raymond. Right, yeah. Get your hands up. No. The uh, fifth. I think uh, the, way, the way we consumed Vegas back in the day, and I guess it would depend because, you know, I, I guess you can bring kids to Vegas. We didn't have a kid did. before the, the last time. We did. Okay, you have brought your, your mm-hmm. the girls to Vegas? All that right. was, so two years ago, that's what okay. we did. So my wife wanted to go on vacation. We were supposed to go to Mexico to get married. Yep. Didn't uh-huh. end up going to Arizona. And then I was like, yeah, we'll go to Arizona <laughs> as long as we can go to Vegas for a couple of days. <laughs> I don't know why. Let me tell you yeah. something. Let me be very clear. She would never go for that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we used to have a blast. The very first time we went to Vegas, we made a huge I'm pretty sure we were still in college at this point. So we stayed off the strip somewhere, cheapest place we could find, but we just didn't realize the enormity of the hotels in Vegas. So we stayed just off the strip somewhere. We're looking in the distance, and we're just thinking, oh, this is like, that hotel's like a block away. It's like the MGM or something like that. Oh, it's maybe like a block away. We'll just walk there. And we go out there into the hot-ass Vegas night, and we're walking for a good 45 minutes. And we look up. We're no closer to the casino somehow. And we're just looking around like, 45 minutes. How are we still walking? And it doesn't look like we're any closer. Another 45 minutes later, we finally get there. We just it, we just didn't realize the optical illusion that is the Vegas Strip yeah. and how huge, how humongous, how ginormous the structures are there. So we're just thrown off. We're just thinking, all right, we'll just walk down the street and get where we're trying to go. We walked forever before we finally made our way to the first hotel we were trying to stop at. Now, over the years since then, we've learned from that lesson. When we go, we're going to take a cab. We're going to do an Uber. We're going to stay. You know, we stay at nicer places, you know, in the future trips we took than what we stayed that first trip. But we always remember that first time we went to Vegas. Man, did we mess up. Just We didn't realize how big the structure was that we were trying to walk to. You can get your steps in most certainly. Uh for the when you're in Vegas, because before you know it, you are walking somewhere, and then mm-hmm. you're far from your. It's just it's a lot. Yeah. And then you got to deal with the guys doing this one right here. Hold on. Ah, right, right, right. They hand it to you. Yeah. Uh huh. Fellas, you know something. Uh huh. Here we go. Flicking the card. Flicking the cards right yeah, there. Yeah. And the first couple times they got me, I took it like, oh, what's this? Ooh, look at that. <laughs> first Ain't couple not. times took it. <laughs> I'm from Chicago, bro. I just, I'm, I'm used to being like, I'm good, bro. I'm good, bro, and I don't have cash on me. Those are my two go-tos right hey. there. Okay, hey, what you got? Ooh, that's what you got. <laughs> Big right. shout-out to our guest, singular today, <laughs> our plural, Craig Carton, hanging out with us today for sure from, F, uh, excuse me, from FanDuel and the Carton Show. Dane and Hughes. 
jumping on. Fantastic interview there. And thanks for bringing him on, man. He yes, was sir. great. Yes, sir. I got to thank our producer, Tyler Ferengall, for holding <laughs> it down today. See what I did there? Shooter ball is all one name. See what I did there? That's what you do. You should cut that. Put that. It's not Ferengall. Tyler Buterball, excellent job today on the ones and twos. And pleasure as always. Always, my friend. Daytime hangout sesh. Ant and I got kids, so we you can't we we want to do dinner, but that's mm-hmm. just a little hard. But it's too we difficult. but but lunch is easy. Yeah. You know? Make so that I, happen. That's that's why the pandemic was so bad. People really did want to get rid of their kids <laughs> so that parents could do things during the day. <laughs> Duh. That's what we really try to do. All right. Uh Bet MGM tonight up next. And that's it. Mi gente, that means my people. Hasta la próxima. That means until next time, I am Gabe Ramirez. He is Anthony Harris. Yes, sir. And this is Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Where do you go from here, Aaron? Home. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.